0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to CBBalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on september 20th so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in so for insight for all 362 division one teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them make sure you hit that link
2: Welcome back to the Field of 68 Offseason Grades. I'm John Martin here with my man, Rob Doster. We're in the lab. We're grading teams in the offseason. And up next, the Florida Atlantic Owls, who, by the way, have basically done uh, what no team in this position has done in the past, which is bring everybody back. Dusty May is back. Elijah Martin is back. John L. Davis is back. Vlad Golden is back. This is a team, of course, that made a miracle run to the final four uh, after a very uh, tough first round matchup that could have gone either way with Memphis. They got all the way to the final four, and now they're trying to run it all the way back in 2023 24 in a brand new league in the American Athletic Conference. So, Rob, I think a good place to start is the fact that they did that. Everybody is back. The coach is back. The biggest pieces. The only guy they lost was. Uh, I believe their sixth man, essentially, Michael Forrest, he graduated. Everybody else came back. Nobody transferred. Um, How did this happen in the age of the transfer portal in NIL?
1: I think the the single biggest factor here in everybody coming back is Dusty May not jumping for a bigger job, right? Now, with the run that he had and kind of what he solidified himself as when it comes to being a coach and – Uh, you know, what his reputation is in the industry, like he's going to be able to go get a really, really good job. And you don't have to jump at something that is uh, maybe not necessarily the ideal fit for you just because you want to be able to get a bigger job like that. Those offers are going to be there. He signed a 10-year contract. He's going to be making seven figures in Boca Raton. Like life is pretty good for him right now. And I think him coming back with some more resources getting put in and obviously making sure that these kids are able to make a little bit of money while they're there um kind of signified to everybody else on the roster like you know what we should run it back if dusty may is going to pass up on a chance to be able to um to to get like a three and a half four million dollar salary guaranteed over seven years then why shouldn't i be able to come back and and uh try to run this thing back and see what we can actually do and i think that was a big part of it i think the loyalty um that a lot of these guys showed uh is something that should be commended um and it's one of it it's something that you don't see in college basketball these days like the the biggest knock on this sport which i think nil has helped is that you don't have that continuity year over year where you know who the players are you know who the good teams are like you have to reacclimate yourself every yep. september and october as people that cover the sport like john john you know how this is man yep and the fact that FAU after making it to a final four is going to have those same kids those same names those same faces that you recognize coming in as a preseason top 10 team one of the best stories in college basketball i think is something that is great for the sport i love it yes. i'm going to be rooting for them we're obviously doing the field of 68 tip off down there in Boca Raton with them and yep. it's i just i cannot wait to see what this this florida atlantic season is going to be um it's it's just it's so good for college basketball point blank period. I love it. It
2: is. It is. Um it's shocking. Um and I think the the interest the most interesting thing about this FAU team. You remember that uh that Ashton Kutcher movie Butterfly Effect? Yes. <laughs> I mean it was a bad movie, right? But I mean like the like the concept I think is so interesting when you apply it to FAU. Go back to the first round game against Memphis. Memphis got the timeout. They call they they called a jump ball right? And the arrow happened to be pointing to FAU in that instance. Even though Memphis had a timeout, they got the clear call, didn't get it. FAU goes on to win the game. If Memphis gets that call, Memphis wins the game more than likely given the amount of time that was left on the on the, on the clock. And FAU never makes a Final Four run. FAU probably loses the majority of these guys to the transfer portal. Dustin May probably takes another job because like he doesn't make the run that he makes. And we're not talking about FAU as a top five, top 10 team. It's just we, it's just the the, the the sort of margin, you know, from overwhelming success to afterthought in college basketball is this thin. You know, it's the difference of a jump ball or a timeout, you know, and which team benefits from that. And I think FAU benefited from that, and and they validated it, right? They still went on to beat Fairleigh Dickens. They went on to beat Tennessee, to beat Kansas State. So they earned it. But just going back to the first-round game, how different does this look? If they don't win that, you know what I mean? Like college basketball, that's it's the sliding it
1: doors sometimes. moment, right? It's the sliding they, they, doors they, moment. They, there's no this, question uh, in this in this season, and you know you would also throw in there um, that they happen to be the nine seed in the region where Fairly Dickinson pulled off an upset overnight. That the too, seed. yes, Purdue, Purdue, right? Like so, Purdue lost, right? Yeah, and I, and honestly, like to me, that's kind of the beauty of what the NCAA tournament is, and it's why uh, basing your overwhelming opinions on how good a coach is on how good a team is on what the level of success is based strictly on what happens in that event is kind of foolish and kind of silly and it's also crazy. kind of awesome and, crazy. <laughs> and insane at the same time. It's, <laughs> it's what makes the sport what it is. Um,
2: it's what gets but, coaches
1: hired though. You know, like, yes. it,
2: it, 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 Seriously. it is like FAU is not a top five, top 10 team in the preseason consensus. If they lose in the first round, they might they, even let's, let's just say they even have the same team. Like we would not be talking about them as a top ten team.
1: We'd be talking about it as like a borderline top twenty five kind of team. Exactly, it'd, be, it'd exactly. be the kind of thing where like you'd have some of these guys that love in majors being like, "I'm telling you, FAU right bringing everybody like back for that team that won thirty five yeah. <laughs> games and beat up on people in the league that were nobody knows anyone else in that conference like that. Oh, they're yes. going to be something to watch. Yes, um, no, exactly. but you're one hundred percent right, and, and I, I do, I do think that it's, it's. It's going to be fun to see how this kind of plays out when you have that level of expectation, right? Because yes, I think that's I think the key. They kind of operated in obscurity for most of last year. Like 100%. we we were paying attention to them. We we right. noticed The them nerds
2: when, of college basketball. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They knocked off, they went in and they beat Florida in like the second week of the season, yep. and they just kind of took off yep. from there and kept on winning. So we were paying attention to them, but there it wasn't like the national spotlight. It wasn't like something where, uh, they had ESPN cameras on them every night. Um, but this year that like they are going to be a talking point. One, they're going to a bigger league, so they're gonna have a national television contract, so they're gonna be playing a lot yep. of those Thursday night ESPN, 7 p.m. tip off, yep. right? Um, two, they are they are embracing it, right? Like the, the the field of 68 tip-off thing that we're doing, like that wasn't us going to them and saying, Hey, we should do this. That was them being like, Hey, how can we bring more eyeballs on this team that we have in on mid-major basketball? Period. So uh, I think that they are embracing that and look frankly yeah. when you go from being a 9 to the final four coming out of FAU coming out of yeah. a program where like if you rated the the best jobs in the American right now like there's yep. no way oh, that's above no. like one of the second to the last right that's you not it's 100%. not a good basketball job right yes. so it's they're they're embracing that pressure they want the smoke and I'll tell you what they got a they got a lot of tough kids on that roster they're gonna be ready for
2: Well, and I, and I'm with you hundred percent. I think that's going to be the key dynamic here is you go from, as you mentioned, sort of anonymous, like Mm -hmm. you're not a, you're not pegged to win your conference. You're not pegged to make the tournament. You're just sort of operating in the shadows and you're going to be the preseason favorite in the AAC. Like you're going to be the pick. I mean, it, it might be close. Like Memphis might get some votes, but you're sort of replacing Houston for a year, right? You're, you're, you're replacing Houston as, you know, top dog in the AAC and Memphis is, is, is trying to track you down and the rest of the AAC is trying to track you down. So how do you handle that role? Right. It's very different psychologically. I, I do agree with you, though, that these these the guys on this team certainly seem equipped mentally to do it. So mm-hmm. um, I will ask you this. If the season plays out the way that uh, certainly Dusty May hopes it plays out, um, who is who is key? Who is making, who is helping make this happen for the Owls on the court?
1: I I mean, look, you need your studs to be studs, right? Like you need, you need Janelle Davis and you need Elijah Martin to be your best players. They need to be, if you're going to be a top 10 team for Florida Atlantic, like you have to walk in there knowing that those two guys are going to be the best player on the floor, like 90% of the games that you play. And I don't know if I am quite there yet. I do think that FAU is one of those teams where, the the hold is greater than the sum of the parts. Like one thing that people don't really realize, and, and it kind of we, we talked about it a little bit um during their run, but Davis and Martin started a combined 35 games, right? Both of those guys came off the bench for long stretches of the season. And it was that our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy. But by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not it was that unity that togetherness that like selflessness that that were were in it for the team whatever cliche you want to use as a coach and throw out there like that's what they had they it were all the way bought in and yeah. um, that that's that's important you need that yep but you also need studs doing the things that studs do and i think it, like to me that's kind of it, it feels like a little bit of a cop out to say but when we're setting the the level of expectation for a program like this at top 10 in the country at winning the American, at making another tournament run. We're talking about you in the same breath as Kansas, as Duke, as UConn, as Houston, as teams that have first-round picks, lottery picks, preseason All-Americans, Hall of Fame head coaches, national title pedigree. Like That's what you have to be. And if you're going to be at that level, you need your studs to be studs. It's that simple.
2: Yep, I I totally agree. Okay, uh, on to the grading portion. You've got your lab coat on. It is time to submit your final grade. What are we giving Dusty May and the Owls for their offseason?
1: There's no grade that is high enough, right? I'm going A++. I'm going double pluses. I'm going 100. I'm going perfect. They did the extra credit answer at the end. This is It could not be any better. It is the exact opposite of what John Martin's high school career was like. 100%. Right? It 100%. Perfect. Yes. I, how could you be better? There's no possible. The only way that yeah. this could be better is if, like, Dusty May went out and got Hunter Dickinson out of the portal. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how exactly. could it be better?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Which I, I'm kind of shocked that, like, that didn't happen. So let's go to the, uh, let's consult the grade book here. <laughs> we, we, Memphis got an A so far. FAU coming in. I didn't have the extra plus, but. A plus for me, too, man. I mean, like like you said, there's really not much more Dusty May could have done. I mean, you know that those kids were getting calls uh, the entire offseason, probably during the season, uh, during Christmas. And somehow, you know, it was a stroke of luck. Different job didn't come up. A good enough job didn't come up. Um, Dusty May stays. Everybody else stays. I agree with you. It's great for college basketball. Um, and I hope they validate it with a, another know, good it, run. That's so, actually
1: I, I don't think we dove enough into that because. You didn't really hear you didn't really hear Dusty's name get locked into right. that many jobs. Like there was a little I, bit of like I think he's gonna get old miss. I think he's got a chance there, State, he's got SEC connections. Yeah, and there were some like maybe he'll get there, but yeah. there was no I feel Obvious. like in a lot of those jobs, you know, like Brad Stevens, for example, Shaka Smart, two other guys that kind of took a team from the similar level to a higher level. Every single job that opened up, Shaka was connected with, right? Every single job that opened up. Until he left for the Celtics, uh, Brad Stevens was connected with. Like, that was the first name on the list. And you just kind of never saw that this offseason yep. with Dusty May. Now, that might change next year if they win 35 games again and make a run of the tournament. Like, some, something's going to open up. Something yep. oh, big yeah. is going to pop, and he's going to be. I, like, I
2: sort of expect this to be his last year. But, but still, I mean, to get two years out of this core and this group is like you would make that trade for a Final Four for that A million times day. out of a
1: million. Yeah. Every single day, twice yep. a day. for the rest of my life and
2: and, and look i know we're not there yet but maybe right maybe you have now sort of opened the administration's eyes to what florida atlantic basketball can be so now you can maybe talk yourself into a bigger investment you're in a new league now so you can like uh, actually put some focus in that so maybe dusty is sort of this og a guy that sort of says hey we live in a great part of the country you know who wouldn't want to play here uh, we've we've been to the Final Four. Maybe it'll be two by the time it's all said and done. Um, why not keep this thing rolling with a you know w- with an investment into the program? So it could that could be you know a, a byproduct of all of this too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an incredible story. It's one that's fun to watch, and it's one that I'm sure all of the thousands and thousands of retirees that are down there in Boca right. are completely locked in.
2: Either way, uh, Florida Atlantic here on the field of 68 grading show is getting an a plus plus from the gang here so up to them to obviously you know repeat and duplicate the performance but in terms of the off season hard to ask for more from dusty may and the owl